Welcome to the Edit Your Life podcast. I'm Christine Coe. And I'm Asha Dornfest, and we're here to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. We share practical ways to declutter your home schedule and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. And we believe that baby steps are the key to getting there. Hello, Asha. How are you? I'm just fine. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. We are listeners, both recovering from a little fit of giggles. Yeah. <laughs> or we, so, you know, who who knows what this episode is going to be like, but I think that's actually okay <laughs> because we're going light today and we're talking about, we're revisiting our media and entertainment favorites episodes, which I've always loved and we just haven't done one in a while and people mm-hmm. have asked us to do one for a while. So here we are. It's kind of the perfect time because I feel like post-election, I've had more brain space for <laughs> entertainment-y type things. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you are into this, like recently. Well, I mean, I do feel like the timing of this could not be better. Uh, post-election, that's interesting. You talk about having more brain space. I too have more brain space, which on the one hand is not surprising because obviously I was doing a lot of election-related things, which I am no longer doing. Well, that's actually not true. I'm still doing election-related things because I'm volunteering for the Georgia Senate runoffs. But um but besides that, it was like it's like the mental space that I have. There's so much more for output, but also so much more for input, like mm-hmm. reading stuff, listening to stuff, even looking for stuff to read and listen to. So I feel the same way. And I just feel like I have more mental appetite for it. I feel like I have more ability to learn, more interest. It's it's all like all the levels are up, which is really good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it also you know, it, it it bears saying that many of us are uh, redoubling our efforts to um, stay home, to stay distant and to isolate during this really serious period of the virus. And so it's a great thing to have other folks recommendations for not just entertainment, but actually like learning. And mm-hmm. I think the other thing to mention, which you know, I knew this, but I sort of forgot about it. When you read a good book or when you listen to a great podcast or something, you really feel connected and human in a way that you just don't when you're walking around. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you get people's voices mm-hmm. and stories and energy in your life. And that's what at least that's what I'm missing right now. So that is doing something for me until I can spend more time in person with friends and loved ones. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, This episode will be going live after Thanksgiving, the week after Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. So, you know, I think and we're recording in advance of that. So I know personally, I'm already sort of looking forward to officially being on vacation, you know, for a Mm -hmm. couple of days, but Mm -hmm. not running around and being crazy and then having a little more time to lean into some of these things. And but I understand. So for me, I'm that's like, yay, that's a positive thing. And I want to recognize that you know, for a lot of people that sort of space is going to be hard and Mm -hmm. a challenge. And so I hope some of the things we talk about will help, will be helpful in, in either whichever sort of vantage point you might have or wherever you are on the spectrum of that. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive right in. I have to talk about books first. I hope that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) It is definitely okay. Especially because you always have great, you're always reading so much, man. Well, uh, usually, yes. But, you know, in October, yes, October, I only read two books all month, which was usually I read more like six to eight books a month. But I was just so consumed by election stuff and, you know, 
really spending all of my spare time writing letters and doing things that um, I just didn't read as much. And I also found it very difficult to concentrate, like extraordinarily difficult to concentrate. And as soon as the election was over, I was just so grateful to return that my return to reading was met with two awesome reads. So I just need to share them quickly. One is The Guest List by Lucy Foley. This is a thriller, which is not normally my genre, but um, I I can't remember who recommended it to me, but I read it and I was sucked in from page one, mm. which is such a gift. And even though there's something about this writer's um, prose that it's not fancy or overly descriptive, but she's very good at painting the picture. So I could totally imagine like the settings and the people I was already like building this imagery in my head while I was reading it, which was awesome. It, it's mm-hmm. like s- such a great, it's actually quite a multimodal experience. Oh, I love that. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I will please, continue. Read comment it. later. It's, it's very good. Uh-huh. And then on a sort of lighter side, I read American Royals by Catherine McGee. Um, mm-hmm. I'm somebody who has loved the crown, you know, the uh, Netflix series in the past. So it was fun to kind of see. It's like what, things would be like if America was monarchy. So fun to see that spin. Um, And I am, I do have the sequel on my list. Um, And then currently I'm reading Real Men Knit. And I just have to share really quickly that I had two books come in on my like ebook sort of hold thing. So I said to Vi, I was trying to decide which one to read. So I said, Violet, okay, should I read the book about a woman running for office or a group of dudes who are learning how to knit. And she said, group of dudes who are learning how to knit. <laughs> so that's how I decided to read Real Men Knit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Isn't that funny? I love kids. Kids are so funny. <laughs> uh, well, and it's just, yes, that is. Now, I have to admit, I'm I'm curious about a group of dudes learning how to knit. That definitely could be because of election burnout. But um, I don't know. That sounds like a great story. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I, I'm into it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> How about you? Uh, what are you reading? Are you reading? Well, a little bit. Um, I'm getting there. Um, well, speaking of burnout, uh, actually, the first book I would like to mention is a book called Burnout um, by <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's actually it's not a it's like a I mean, I guess you would call it a self-help book. I mean, it's 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 about, you know, sort of what to do if you're feeling burnout. And it's it's not that I am necessarily feeling burnout, but it came so highly recommended by Brene Brown on her podcast that mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, OK, that sounds interesting. Um, so burnout is by Emily and Amelia Nagoski, their sisters. And uh, one is a researcher and one is a gosh, is she a music educator? I'm suddenly forgetting the details of what she does, but they talk about basically, you know, self-help almost edit your life type steps for addressing um, stress and stuff in your life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I find that the tone, first of all, the tone is decidedly um, feminist, which I really appreciate, but it also is, you know, there's an irreverence to it and it talks about things in ways that I haven't really heard before. And I really, really am enjoying it. So I find that, um, you know, in this period of time after the election is over you know, with the just with everything that's happening in life, also, especially because for me, you know, it's been layered with grief because as as most of you know, my dad passed away earlier this year. So those things together, 
really have sort of combined in weird ways for me. And I have really been enjoying this book. So anyway, Burnout by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. Um, really interesting read. Um, the next thing that's actually on my want to read list is A Promised Land by Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> found out that he does the audiobook. Which I and heard was like 29 hours, which I'm like, I will listen to him for 29 hours. Yeah, 29 hours listening to Barack. Yeah. So I, um, and I say this, I mean, I truly consider him a role model in many ways, just to the way he thinks, the way he thinks about um, democracy, the way he thinks about change, the way he thinks about engagement. I just, I, I look to him in many ways, um, you know, not just as some sort of a political fan. Um, oh, and you so, guys should be BFFs. I mean, well, no, I know, no, that is a completely separate conversation, <laughs> which we can possibly have offline. <laughs> It's totally G-rated. Okay, like hugs only. It's not inappropriate. But I really think yes. that he and I should have a sit down and have a conversation at some point. I know. But anyway, the point is, I um I was talking to my husband, Rail, and we were thinking of getting the audio book and actually sitting and listening to it together, like sitting oh, around fun. the fire and listening yes. to Barack. Yes. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking about for Promised Land. And then um, the last thing I will say about books, which is more like a teaser than an actual recommendation is that I am, I recently crowdsourced a storytellers list, meaning I basically asked on social media, who are your favorite storytellers? And so that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. And I've gotten so many interesting responses. Mm. I have not yet compiled them, but I will be compiling them. The reason I was asking about that is because I am convinced that this sort of next stage of our national journey, shall we say, really is going to need to lean on storytellers because I feel like when you listen to somebody's story, that's what really sort of reaches your heart. And mm. at a time when people are not seeing eye to eye in the news or, you know, around straight up political conversations, I feel like when we tell our stories, especially our own stories, we really do have a way to reach people because that's that belongs to us. That's not something that that can really be, um, <clears throat> you know, that that's just ours alone. And so I'm just thinking a lot about storytelling. And so I will be sharing that storytellers list. And that's going to be where I'm going to really start my jump off into reading. Oh, that's fabulous. If you mm. I mean, if you get the list, whenever you get the list done, um, we'll, well add, it to, I, add it to the show notes. But um, that's absolutely awesome. I will get it. I will get it done in time for us to do these show notes so that we can really share some of these. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I was so I was yeah. so fascinated by some of the some of the responses I got. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, we have, we're going to move on to visual entertainment after the break. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll be right back. Did you know that hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in our skin, but decreases gradually as we age, leading to thinner, drier skin? If you're looking for support hydrating your skin from the inside out, check out one of the tools in my hydration arsenal, Rituals Hyacera. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days, I take Hyacera every morning with my first glass of water, and like all of the Ritual products I have tried, the capsule actually smells good. Ritual's products are tested and validated by a third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. They also engage in industry-leading sustainability standards and are a female-founded B Corp., which means they hold themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. 
Want to join me in hydrating from the inside out? Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash edit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash edit for 25% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oftentimes, when asked to think about what one would do with a bonus hour, people reference things like exercise, play, and rest. These are all super important things, and I would recommend adding getting the support you need and deserve to your list. As a mom, independent business owner, and human blessed with many relationships, I spend a lot of time giving. So one of the greatest gifts of therapy for me has been the ability to know that someone is holding space for and listening to me. No filter required. I adjust my session frequency as needed, and it is a huge comfort knowing support is there for me. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. This online therapy platform was designed to remove the traditional barriers to therapy and make mental health care more accessible to everyone. Simply fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash edit. Okay, friends, we are back. And just before the break, we were talking about books, which yay. And uh, let's move on to what we're watching. Um, I, I am going to confess that we decided to opt into a few months of HBO, some like little special that was happening <laughs> to mm-hmm. add that on. I, normally we're very curmudgeonly and feel like we already pay way too much for cable and all that stuff. But um, for some reason we were like compelled to watch the vow, which was like super creepy. And I think um, this actually was around election time. And my only theory for this is that one, uh, obviously John and I are both like sort of, intrigued by social psychology but also i think when everything was so hard it actually was weirdly soothing to watch something really really crazy it's basically about a cult um so so not relaxing but very fascinating Mm -hmm. um that has led us to kind of like try to enjoy our three months of hbo so um we actually recently just started the undoing i don't know if you've heard of this this is with nicole kidman and hugh grant it's kind of fascinating to see them like yeah as old, like somewhat older people. I mean, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman looks the same, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> and this is a drama. Um, and I immediately kind of got sucked in. So I am actually legitimately uh, enjoying that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the lighter side, actively we're watching the voice because honestly, just like watching people feel passionate about music is just, it's so soothing and happy and wonderful. Um, Gosh, the voice, you know, I have never listened to that. And my daughter loves singing. Years. No, I know. I, you know, and I, I hate those kinds of shows. And the fact is that sounds like the perfect thing to be listening to right now. Yeah. Or watching. I mean, it's fascinating. And, um, you know, I was, I used to be a music teacher. And so mm-hmm. like, I, I'm sort of interested in coach feedback and sort of the mechanics of things. Um, so anyway, I think it's really interesting and they're doing it in this like sort of in the context of the pandemic. So mm. everything is different. The audience, I'm using air quotes, is all like people on screens. It's really, really interesting. But they're making it work, which is pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I am watching This Is Us. 
sorry, not sorry. And then, <laughs> and then, um, with Violet, especially, we recently finished, um, got caught up on the latest, um, seasons of Kids Baking Championship and American Ninja Warrior, which are just like light and fun. And I highly recommend really fun with kids. Mm-hmm. So light and fun is sort of the, <laughs> that's where I'm going with my watching as well. And, I am not usually a TV watcher or even a Netflix watcher. My husband is the watcher of Netflix. And um, so I'm sort of new, actually, to like getting on Netflix and looking around and seeing what there is. And I got to say, it's been really, really fun. Good. <laughs> it's been fun to just have like a silly this to watch or that to watch. And so that has been actually a great thing for me because there have been times when I've like, had insomnia or whatever, and I could just go watch a few episodes of whatever I was watching. And, mm-hmm. and it was actually really nice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my list is not going to be super uh, like big discoveries for anyone here. We're watching the Great British Baking Show, mostly for my daughter and my husband. Honestly, I like it well enough, but I'm not in love with it. But I watch mm-hmm. it just to hang out with them. And um, and it is really, really super lovely and sweet. And it's just I I guess what I love about it so much is that friendly competition is a great thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like when people are competing for something, but they're happy for each other when they do well and they miss each other when, you know, when they go, that makes me happy. Well, the Brits are so civilized too. I just love like listening to them talk. I'm like, keep talking, keep talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're just, it's a great, it's a great show and it's just fun to watch, you know? Yeah. I'm watching Schitt's Creek, uh, you know, years after everybody else. It is so funny and I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also watching The New Girl years after everyone else. Also incredibly fun to watch. And somehow I'm sure it's because of the current status of our society. I find myself like, you know, I wish we had roommates. I said that to I said that to Rail Vice, but I'm like, wouldn't it be fun if we had roommates and like we could hang out and like talk about stuff during dinner? And he sort of looked at me. (laughs) He's like, no. Uh, I'm I think I'm missing, you know, human energy around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um a couple uh, the other series that I'm watching is The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Scratch is oh. the Star Wars edge big time. Okay. And okay. let me tell you, it's got the most fascinating show score. The music is amazing. And I love the music, and that is a big part of it for me. Um two documentaries on Netflix. One is My Octopus Teacher. The other one is Fantastic Fungi or Fungi, <laughs> depending. And you mentioned oh my, my octopus teacher last week or oh. last episode, rather. So I absolutely love nature shows and I have ever since I was little. And, um, you know, it's sort of one of those things you or at least I have forgotten as I became an adult. Like, I just don't sit and watch shows like that. And we have had a chance to sit down and watch some nature shows again. And it just drew me back in and made me realize that, you know, some part of my future life has to involve wildlife somehow mm-hmm. and uh, not diving. I don't plan on diving in the ocean necessarily, but um, both of these, both of these documentaries are just incredible and just plug you into the absolute wonder of the natural world. And it just, ah, uh, actually, I think those two things took me away more than anything in, in a wonderful way and made me want to learn. So it wasn't just entertainment. It made me want to like, you know, run to my, you know, computer and start researching. So Fantastic Fungi actually is contributing to me wanting to go mushroom hunting because I live in the <laughs> Pacific Northwest. 
also, I might have some interesting first-person accounts. To okay, share make sure in you like check and don't eat any of the. Ones. Don't worry, like, I'll be. If safe. You don't know. No, <laughs> I promise I won't eat anything uh, uh, that I don't know what it is. Very good. And then I guess the last one is Enola Holmes, which is just a fun little special. I think also on Netflix oh, with okay. uh, Millie Bobby Brown as Sherlock Holmes's younger sister. Very cute. Oh. Very just popcorny and fun and very sweet so hmm. that i think maybe i might really enjoy that actually okay yeah we'll check yeah. that out that's a that's yeah. a solid list asha mm-hmm. and i want to just say that you are not alone in the sort of watching everything after everybody else has already been watching it for years because mm-hmm. i i hadn't watched schitt's creek until like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and i yeah. watched a few episodes and oh my gosh i'm obsessed with dan levy now <sighs> dan obsessed levy. Um, also like the gifs, you know how much I love gifs. So the, GIFs, oh, yeah. anything, all the shit's Creek gifs are fabulous. I have a friend who pretty much only communicates <laughs> with me using those. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a quote. All right. Well, um, let's talk about some stuff we're going to, or thinking about binging or okay. started binging. I have two things, actually one of which you mentioned, but the first thing that I wanted to mention was the crown, which just, uh, recently released its latest season. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I actually just started and it's really fascinating. I just realized that, um, I mean, the production on this show is just incredible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it, it's incredible. And I think because in this season they introduce Princess Diana. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's, it feels more, um, current to us because this is like our generation of stuff like i grew up on princess tabloid <laughs> princess mm-hmm. diana tabloid stuff because my parents had a convenience store and we had all the tabloid magazines and so i would sort of pour over them um but it's also sort of weird because it's like you know i'm watching this and i'm thinking about you know her sons and thinking mm. this must be really weird to have your mm. parents history sort of like played out in a tv show and mm-hmm. i don't know i just felt like a real level of deep empathy for what that must be like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm just a couple episodes in and it is wonderful. So I recommend if, if anybody is into that to check it out. And then I'm glad you said that you were enjoying at least, you know, in a family way, the great British baking show. Cause I had, I want to check out the last, the latest episode, but I had heard some like mixed reviews about it in the pandemic context. So mm. I'm going to, I, I find it very therapeutic um, hmm. to watch, so I'm I'm looking forward to that now. Hmm. Well, there I I won't I won't tell you what I just watched, but there was a, you know one you know they have the last thing they do in each episode is something called a showstopper, which is just like a super yeah. fancy cake. And Christine, there is a showstopper that I just watched, and I thought, okay, I need to see the Christine Co take on this <gasps> particular thing. So okay, uh, once we're not recording. Or once you've had a chance to watch, we can discuss. I think you're going to know what it is when you see it. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Sorry to be so completely No, now vague, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. No, there there are some pretty amazing things that they did with cakes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, Christine. All right. Cool. How about you? <laughs> are you binging anything or planning on binging anything? Well, I, you know, I haven't exactly planned on binge these, binging these things, but I, but they are sort of on my, they're, they're on my radar. Um, the big one is Song Exploder on mm-hmm. Netflix. Um, 
basically it is a show, you know, that's sort of like behind, almost like behind the scenes of, of music. And yeah. it was based on the song exploder podcast, which I find to be completely fascinating. So I am really excited about checking that show out. Um, I feel like there was also a really interesting article about the host in the New York times, which I will link up and just reading his story made me want to see this all the more. And then Queen's Gambit, which everyone is talking about, um, another Netflix series uh, about chess. But it seems to me that people are talking about the main character's fashion choices more than chess. <laughs> so well, I want to hear more what you think. I, I don't you, know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So we'll see. I'm not usually like a fashion person. So we'll see. Maybe that will change once I read Queen's. I mean, once I watch Queen's Gambit. Yeah, no, I'm curious to hear what you think. And it's occurring to me that like, maybe this is curmudgeonly Christine Co. coming to play, but I have seen everybody talking about Queen's Gam the Queen's Gambit on social media. So I've been like, nope, not watching it then. I was going to say, that means you're like, <laughs> meh, I could just or see you with later. <laughs> I don't well, know why I I'm like that. I'm so curmudgeonly. No, I know. I could just totally see you with your arms crossed over your chest with this like dubious I'm look on your gonna face. I'm not going to watch it right now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Give All me right. something that came out in, you know, 2018 and maybe I'll think about I'll it. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Well, we have uh, more to discuss, Asha, and we will do that after a quick break. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wannabe Clutter Free a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Hello, folks. We're back and we are talking about our media and entertainment favorites, things to keep you company during the long winter. Um, 
And, you know, we talked about sort of the classics, books and, you know, movies and TV and all that kind of stuff. I would love to sort of close us out a little bit talking about all the other stuff. And I have found that there's a really, you know, strangely because of the pandemic, there's a very interesting array of live events and mm-hmm. um, Zoom calls that you can call into and seminars and even concerts and performances, all sorts of stuff. Um that I have found really interesting and I'm only just starting to explore what the options are. So it's not like I have some, you know, wide array of, um, you know, sort of ways of finding these things. I'm just dipping my pinky toe in, but I have a sense that there is a lot to be found. And so I wanted to just bring up a few to share in case that's something that you're all interested in. The first thing I'm going to mention is um, New York times live events. Really Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. I am a New York times subscriber And I recently went to a live event um, with Tara Parker Pope, who is the health, um, the well editor, and um, she writes about health and wellness and all sorts of other things. And basically the live event was, you know, thriving through the winter and it was all about exercise and, you know, mental health strategies. And um, she had a conversation with the really um, well-established epidemiologist and it was just there was something about calling in and seeing these folks on my computer. There was like an intimacy to it that felt really, really great. And, you know, watching everybody's questions pop up on the chat screen. So I would say, you know, if you're a, uh, you know, media subscriber, whether or um, I'm sorry, like a subscriber to like a newspaper, or some other kind of journal, check and see what kind of live events they have. Um, you might be surprised. Also, Another really interesting source of live events I'm finding are um, nonprofit organizations, political organizations. I saw some really fascinating um, lo- um, online events through some of these voter activation organizations that teach you about voter activation. Sometimes they have like a celebrity guest who wants to, you know, get you involved or whatever. I mean, I remember during the election, there was an amazing Hamilton event that mm-hmm. I got to watch and I got to see Lynn manuel Miranda on other a number BFF, of calls. By the way. Yeah, right. No, he, Barack and I, like, we have a plan for dinner. Seriously. They just don't know about it yet. Yeah. They anyway, will. yeah. Um, and so that's another really interesting source. And not just, you know, I'm just talking about political organizations because I'm on a lot of mailing lists, but you're probably Maybe you're part of environmental organizations or lo- other local things. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting events through there. Um, if you check your local newspaper and even sometimes like your independent newspaper, local craft shows and benefits for holiday gifting. So that's actually pretty fun. I just, um, logged on to a really interesting, like local auction for this, um, wildlife organization. I just bought two gifts. So that was something really cool. And then finally a podcast recommendation, LeVar Burton reads. Did you know LeVar Burton? has a podcast about reading. I did not. LeVar Burton, who did Reading Rainbow, who was uh-huh. Jordy LaForge in Star Trek, LeVar <laughs> Burton, who was in Roots. I mean, he's so amazing and so wonderful. And I think everyone should check out that podcast. Wow. That's that's awesome. I love I love it. Such a I I'll, I'll officially um, call this section of the podcast like random stuff yeah <laughs> because and i stuff. love it i mean that's it's like perfect it's perfect it's really different stuff out there okay yeah Go. well and my stuff is totally all over the place but and there are two things i want to mention based on what you mentioned um 
when you said talked about live events, I realized that I would sort of I hope this is okay, Asha, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention that um there's something cool happening that I'm I'm part of. Um the my event will have already happened, although you can access the back catalog. It's called the Parenting in Place Masterclass. Um and I'll link it up, but it's really, really cool. There are fall and winter sessions with all sorts of fabulous speakers. And like, I know that people might be feel a little like, oh, I don't want to like hear from experts right now about what I should be doing. But it's it's not like that. It's very conversational and loving and like we're in this together and strategies. And Asha, if you look at the roundup, you will know a number of the um, experts in there. The, the series kicked off with the wonderful Amber Coleman Morley, who was a guest on our one of my favorite episodes, uh, guest interviews um, about talking to kids about race, um, mm-hmm. and Devorah Heitner, who was actually mm-hmm. you interviewed on mm-hmm. Screen Time. So it's just such a fabulous, two great folks, and two I, incredible I've, folks. I've seen your I've seen your posts about this um, about this masterclass and 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 the folks that they have there as part of it are amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. So anyway, I'll link it up. Um, there, you know, there's a fee. I think it's like forty nine bucks, but it, it's like that gives you access to the whole catalog of eight weeks and it's such good stuff. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'll be talking about designing your life and like boundary oh, nice. setting. So hello. Um, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention quickly, just because you had mentioned local businesses, which I am like doing all my holiday shopping around local businesses is um, I recently, I'll link it up, I recently posted a roundup of Massachusetts artists and makers on Boston Mamas, and I had done like a ton of research, just trying to, like usually around this type this time of year, I'm doing all these big like holiday craft fair roundups, and obviously that's not happening. So I was mm-hmm. like, maybe I can just find like a bunch of makers, try to support their businesses, and just the messages I got back from these people, like when I let them know that about the feature, it was so meaningful and like just such a reinforcement of, you know, humans and how important it is for all mm-hmm. these artists and business mm-hmm. people. So yes, just yes to shopping local. Mm-hmm. Um, I will share that. Um, and then just a couple other random quick things. Um, do you know about Nandy Bushell? <laughs> Have you okay. heard about? I, I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like I've seen something float by on social media, okay. but I haven't, I, I am <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm in the process of pulling away from certain social media platforms, so it floated by, but I didn't see it. Okay, well, so I was clueless, but John recently showed me. This is a nine-year-old little girl drummer. Um, she apparently, uh, she's an incredible drummer, and she challenged Dave Grohl to a drum off, and he actually responded. And it was like, <laughs> and it's amazing. And I think the thing about it that I love is one, of course, like like this little musician being incredible, but this kind of thing, like that drum off and him actually responding, like would not have happened were we not in a pandemic where we're all at home doing stuff. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I, I think. So it's just really fun to like, mm-hmm. and then he writes us, he writes a song for her and oh my gosh, it's so touching. Mm-hmm. Um, I also soothe myself still watching cake decorating videos on Instagram. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Um, mm-hmm. I love Lizzie's Bakery. She's a local. I'll link her Instagram profile up. She's a wonderful human being. I don't know her personally, but we have, she was going to come do a cake demo for my, for Violet's 
um, Girl Scout troop and then the pandemic hit. So that didn't happen. But anyway, she's lovely. Um, And then finally, totally, it counts as, I guess, entertainment, but it's sort of like totally not online at all, is I'm going to be experimenting with some painting. (laughs) Mm. And so I, um, I have a couple of books that I've been reading on gouache painting, which is like, I want to be the person who can like create cute little illustrated pictures of people and stuff. And so I think that is so cool, but it's really hard. I tried one and I, I tried one of Violet and Laurel looked at it and was like, why did you make her look like an old lady? <laughs> like, okay, fail. Um, no, not fail. What you say is <laughs> I'm just at the beginning and this is a baby step. <laughs> seriously nobody creates great art the first time they try i know i know um yeah i'm just fascinated it's like the paint is like super i asked for a paint kit gouache paint kit for my birthday and i got it and the paint is like the colors are super vibrant but it's it's more um it's not as bleeding as watercolor it's it feels like a mix between acrylic and watercolor but anyway Mm -hmm. so i'm working on that and then i realized um i should share that I know this local artist named Carolyn Mackin. I actually included her on my roundup, but I'm going to take her. um, She's doing something cool. I just love how seeing how people are pivoting and reshaping Mm -hmm. their businesses in the face of what's happening. But um, she's doing something called a Cape Cod Stripes painting workshop. She has a sort of well-known series of art that she does called Cape Cod Stripes. And she basically, you can buy these kits so you can create one at home and like watch her demo it. And she'll teach you how to do it. So this is supposed to be something that works beautifully right out of the box. So we'll see how I do on my first try. <laughs> That's actually very cool. The idea of actually doing a kit with the artist who created it. I mean, Isn't that's that really cool? neat. Yeah. 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 That's like an apprenticeship situation, which is so cool. Yeah. So I'll link up her um, workshop and kit. And she's um, she's just a delightful human being who I met through, you won't be surprised, my interior design and like best buddy from high school, middle school, Paige Lewin, who has been a guest on our show. Um, so she, you know, she, she hooks me up with creative people. <laughs> I, you know, first of all, I need to meet Paige in person. What You do. I mean, you absolutely do. It's just like bizarre that I haven't met Paige. The second thing is I did not know how to pronounce gouache. I have always wondered how to pronounce that word. Now I know. I did yeah. not know how to do that. And then I think that's really cool that, um, I mean, I didn't even know what gouache was, frankly. And so I just think it's really great that you're just, you know, you're this is such a completely tactile offline thing that you're doing, which is really great. Um, But, you know, back to the online when you said that you soothe yourself watching cake decorating videos. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I just found out my daughter soothes herself with um, in terms of videos. What's that? Seafood preparation. (laughs) Meaning like processing seafood like deshelling shrimp and how really? it works with scallops and i'm like why is this interesting to you she goes i don't know it just really is very interesting to me did you know and she starts launching into some conversation about lobsters and oh my gosh scallops and oh my gosh and i'm like wow well what i will say is it has turned her into someone who's interested in eating seafood which is really great she and i had shrimp cocktail the other day I made Yum. shrimp cocktail and we like sat by the fire and ate it. And that was really fun. But isn't that interesting? Isn't it funny what we find soothing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Definitely. interesting. Yes. Anyway, 
seafood preparation. I'll have to find a video and link it up in the show notes. Oh, because I've do. never watched one myself. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, Asha. Well, Let's talk about your next edit. Is yours going to be seafood related or, I mean, there's a theme uh, well, with, you, you know, know, octopus teacher and all that. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but I think I will never, ever eat an octopus. Um, So, okay, my next edit. I would say, well, my delight really has been this sort of the, the random stuff section of this podcast, the, the discovery of it. And so I'm going to, for my next edit, suggest that you try out one new form of media. So if you're a book reader, maybe try eBooks from the library or audiobooks. Um or, you know, do some searching around for live streamed events, especially local ones, you know, local to your town. It's really interesting and really fun and really sort of connecting in a wonderful way. So that's that's my next edit. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I think um I'm going to riff on yours a little bit and um Boy, this feels like I'm sort of going into my um, former sort of like cognitive, like sensory processing type stuff. But I'm going to make a recommendation to try something that is like a different um, sensory modality than you're used to. So like mm-hmm. you when you mentioned um, listening to Barack Obama's audiobook, I thought mm-hmm. I really thought about that power. I mean, that's why I started getting excited about podcasts in the very beginning was just that connection Mm-hmm. You feel to somebody hearing them in your ears or um, it could be sort of like doodling or, you know, painting or whatever it is. Just trying something that's like different than what, mm-hmm. you know, your my default, of course, is usually like with my eyes. So, you know, either mm-hmm. reading or seeing. So I think that's why it's important for me to like get out of that and try mm-hmm. something different. So mm-hmm. different sensory modality. Mm-hmm. Very, very good, especially at a time when we're not getting this. Same kind of input we get from the outside world. We can make some really mindful choices at home about that. So I think that's really good advice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> this is fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that? Okay. Speaking of fun, the show notes are going to be extra fun this week because they're going to be all sorts of links to the things that we've talked about. So as always, you'll find the show notes for this episode, including links to all the resources we've mentioned, plus lots of great related episodes at edityourlifeshow.com. And this week, we'd like to know what podcasts are you listening to right now? Hop over to facebook.com slash edityourlifeshow and look for the question of the week into the top of the page, or you can chat with us on Instagram at edityourlifeshow. Thanks for listening. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.